0: and sign up today you're listening to the portrait system
1: podcast if i want to go do something i can do it if i want to be there for you know my son going to kindergarten this year i can spend however you know however much time i want to you have that freedom and it's so beautiful to have that Um, it takes a lot of discipline when you do have that but i love it i love it
0: My guest on The Portrait System this week is the beautiful and talented Stephanie Williams. Stephanie is a busy mom with three young children, and she left her corporate job in order to become a full-time photographer. Since becoming an entrepreneur, she has designed herself an amazing life and a life of freedom, which we go into detail about during her interview. Stephanie is mostly a personal branding photographer, and she's doing so well, and she consistently makes five figures every month. Stephanie shares with us how she incorporates headshot marathons into her business and how they work so amazingly for her. All right, it's time to get started with Stephanie Williams. Hey, Stephanie, welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? Hey, Nikki. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really, really happy to have you on today. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. I was, you know, every so often when I'm in the Facebook group, a post will stick out to me. Mm-hmm. That someone makes just about, you know, their success. And I remember reading a post that you made. I think this was like back in 2021. Okay. And you're like, I don't post very, very often. You know, I'm, I'm more of a lurker in here. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to share some success that you had. And I was reading it yeah. and I, like it stuck out to me for so many reasons because you had talked about how your husband was deployed and you had just had a baby, but then you also had had like your best month of Mm -hmm. $28,000 in one month. And I was like, oh my God, like you had (laughs) so much going on. And my heart was just like, oh, this poor girl. But then you made 28K in a month. And I was like, wow. So, I mean, I'm jumping way ahead here. So let's, we'll back up a little bit. But anyways, I I don't know if, if I told you that's how I initially like, found you with, you know, no. your success was from that post. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Okay. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, let's back up a little bit. Okay. Because I know before you were a photographer, you were in the corporate world. So maybe yes. just tell us a little bit about kind of how that transition went.
1: Yeah. So, before I you know, found out about soup rice and kind of entered that world, I was working in HR. So I was a human resources business partner. I kind of followed the career path that my parents kind of set for me. You know, my mom had her bachelor's degree and she's like, go further than me, you know, get your master's degree. And so that's what I did. Got my master's degree. You know, I'm working in HR. I've been working in the field for about four years at the time. And I finally had like really my dream HR position. So I was a business partner. I was working in, you know, at a very high level and it was exciting. It seemed like life was just kind of <laughs> perfectly going how I thought it should. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been married, had my, you know, got pregnant with my daughter. So my first baby was working in the, you know, my field. And then we get the news that my husband is going to have to be deployed for a whole year. Oh, and it gosh. just like rocked my world. I'm like, what? in the world. (laughs) My God, Uh, why? I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. (laughs) So it was really, it was really tough. Um, I did a lot of research and found out that there was a way that we could go with him for that year. Actually, it was considered a a change of duty station, really. So for a whole year, he would be there. So I found out that we were able to go with him to South Korea is where he actually went. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how this is going to work. Because at the time, you know, leaving my daughter was four months old. And so it was very scary. It was, it was just scary. We were not staying on the Air Force Base because of me wanting to go there. I didn't want to stay longer than two years. So for us to stay there for a year, we would have to stay off base, you know, literally like In the heart of Korea, Uh that kind of thing. And so I was like, you know what? All I can do is just embrace this and be thankful that my family's together. And so I was like, this is gonna be my eat, pray, love journey. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) gonna like, you know, take this time to raise my daughter, like, you know, find the blessing in it. And that's what I did. And so prior to us leaving, my husband had purchased a camera for me for Christmas. I was so excited. I, I got the camera from him for Christmas. And so, you know, I was like, when we're in Korea, I'm just gonna take pictures of beautiful things and you know, kind of go from there. And then I just got curious. I'm like, do people actually have like really successful <laughs> photography business? Like, I kind of, you know, wanted to see how that was. And so I actually came across a Sue Bryce video on YouTube. And I it was her creative live. And when she spoke, like she just resonated with me on like a soul level. I remember like, it made me emotional. Like mm-hmm. I I teared up and it was the wildest thing. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if this is like, maybe what I should be doing. And I just consumed so much of her content at the time. I became an InBed with Sue member <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. back in those days. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just, I made a decision to, not go back to HR, not go back to the corporate world, which sounded so crazy to my family. Thankfully, I had a really, really supportive husband and he just, he had my back. And so, yeah, I I didn't look back and that's kind of how I got my start. Wow
0: isn't it crazy you know i this comes up from time to time on this podcast when when something happens that like like you said rocks your world and it's like whoa yes but in the end it's like it didn't happen to you it happened for you right because you know if your husband had never been stationed in south korea i mean do you think maybe you'd still be in the hr world absolutely
1: absolutely isn't that so wild yes and it's it's a blessing. And that's why, I, I mean, since then, when things happen in life that I just don't understand at the time, I go back to that. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a reason. There's something. You know, there's something here. There's something for me, right? Like yeah, you said. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So cool. In South Korea, you know, so you, you ended up living there for a year?
1: Yes. With yeah. no car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it was wild.
0: Yeah. I spent like 10 days in South Korea when I was, oh, I was really? coming home from Nepal and my layover was in South Korea. And I was like, you know oh, what? Wow. I wonder if I could like extend it. Mm-hmm. It's just experience. This was before I had kids and I was just kind of like, you know, I, I had the time to do it. And what an interesting experience being there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved it. The food was delicious. The food's amazing. I will say I was, I got pregnant with my um sun while I was there so by the end of it I was like I'm ready to go back to yeah. the states I want to eat <laughs> all the things food. I love <laughs> I don't want Korean oh, food anymore totally, but I yeah no their food's so good their fried chicken is amazing I'm sure you got to experience probably that it was but. yeah
0: it was cool I mean I can't imagine for a year I'm, especially yeah. because I had a hard time finding anyone who spoke English and I yes. don't speak Korean so mm-hmm. that was tricky but Anyway, total side note, but and, and I'm sure there are a lot of beautiful things to photograph. I mean, I mm-hmm. wasn't a photographer at the time when I went, but wow, like yeah, I just remember seeing
1: some of the most beautiful things. Yes, yeah, it's beautiful there. So that's kind of where I got my start, and I would have some of the military wives like <laughs> I would have I would have them come to my apartment, and I'd practice Sue's posing <laughs> like even oh, back then. Nice. Yeah, yep, so. Yep. Very cool. Mm All
0: right. So you spent that year in Korea and then came home and then you just started your business or like how did that go from there?
1: So it was very much like a needle in a haystack thing because my husband was active duty at the time and we got stationed at a guard base in South Carolina. So my studio is in South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina. It's very rare to get a guard base like that when you're active duty but we got the guard base. And about the first week that we got here, I ran into an old college friend because I actually went to college in South Carolina. And he works at the same base that my husband's at. And he happened to mention that he was able to get an active duty guard position. Those are very, very hard to get, especially in my husband's, you know the role he has. So I was like I know this is a slim chance but maybe we'll be able to stay here and I'll actually be able to like build this business here and then things just lined up one thing after another. It was pretty amazing. So we started here he was active duty when I opened my studio he was still active duty so it was really a leap of faith but I just had this feeling like it was going to work out for me.
0: The, is the guard yeah. position you, is that
1: more of a permanent position? So yeah, so so the active duty guard position the difference between the two is he works at the guard base and doesn't have to deploy now. Okay. So he doesn't, yeah. well, I should yeah. say he doesn't have to get stationed anywhere else. They have short deployments, but they're not as often. And they're honestly like voluntary if they do them. Okay. So he gets to keep all his years of service. He gets to keep his same pay. We just get to stay here and like, you know, kind of write out last years of his contract so oh, okay Got it's you. a huge huge blessing for us to be able to be here yeah yeah but yeah I remember when I was still in in South Korea so I'm like kind of getting excited I'm, I'm like putting my whole vision board together and I remember finding this like random like teal colored studio and I was like hey there's a photography studio I'm slapping it on the board not thinking about the color or anything and I remember walking into the first space that I actually shot in downtown Columbia. Um, It was a yoga studio and the walls were teal and it was like, oh my gosh, it was just, it was so cool. And little things like that would happen that were just kind of like, like little God winks kind of. And um, Uh it was amazing. It's been an amazing ride. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. So then How did you at that point start marketing? Because you had been gone for a year, you know, even though I know you said you went to college in South Carolina, but it sounds like you were newer to the community, you know, at that point. Oh, completely, yeah. And now it's like, okay, start
1: a business. So Mm -hmm. what did you do? Okay, so when I first started, I was actually very scared to market myself (laughs) in the beginning. It took me a while to... Put myself out there more so on like my Facebook page, but Instagram became the place where I would post things. And when I got here, um, I began getting to know some of the women in the community, some of the women business owners in the community, um, what started that was, I think I I just told you like the yoga studio that I was at. She was very, very well connected. I didn't know she was well connected, but it was almost like she made it her mission to like connect me to people. So she would take me to these like events. She'd bring me along. Oh my gosh, this is Stephanie. You have to meet her. You know, and that's kind of how it started. And so one connection led to another. And I, someone would, you know, invite me to be a part of a giveaway. And, you know, then I would begin meeting people. And so I followed Sue's voucher system and kind of, you know, got to know a lot of people in the community that way, um, kind of offering them shoots and then them buying the images and sharing them. Um, I'd share them on my social media. I'd tag people, And it was very organic. So that's kind of how how things got started for me. That's so
0: great. That sounds very similar to my journey with using the voucher system and getting out there and networking and happening very organically. But for people who maybe don't know what the voucher system is, Mm -hmm. and also there's a lot of different ways that you can do it, will you talk a little bit about what that is and, and how you specifically did it?
1: Yeah, so for me, I, I had the tangible vouchers that, you know, if I was out and about and I saw somebody I would want to photograph, I would hand that to them. So, you know, so I would say, I would love to give you this voucher. Um, you know, you're beautiful. I would love to photograph you and your family. If they had, it was like a mother and a daughter or something, I'd love to photograph you. And um, I would say, you know, this voucher includes professional hair and makeup. And then I will also gift you two images. This is the value of the images. And, you know, if you want to purchase any more, you know, you can't, right? So I would do it that way. I would also contact people via like Instagram and kind of say the same message, but through an Instagram message, Mm -hmm. you know, so reaching out that way. And so people were really excited because it was cool because they could literally just glance at my page and say, oh, she's actually okay, you know? Right, yes. (laughs) And like, oh yeah, I want to work with her. So I would do it that way too. So I would use the voucher in different ways. So in person and then kind of like on through social media, I would use it too.
0: Now I can hear people out there saying, but what if they just take their two images and they don't buy anything and I can just hear it. I know people are going to say that. So talk to me about like, did that ever happen? Did you
1: mostly make sales? So that happened to me... Probably when I very first started using them, and I was honestly just trying to build my portfolio, so mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting people to just start buying right, but right. very early on, someone wanted to give me like pay me like six hundred dollars for my for what we we did really early on, and I was like, "Wow, there's something here, and so it does work very rarely would i mean at the at the very least someone would buy like one additional that mm-hmm. was like the lowest no one ever just took the two for me, except for like in the very beginning. Right, yeah. Once I was able to kind of master, you know, the lighting a little bit more and kind of found my groove, no, I mean, no. Yeah. It definitely works. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, I had the same experience. It was one time when someone didn't buy, and it was my fault because I didn't, I was still nervous about my pricing at the time, so I was kind of like wishy-washy about it. yeah. Yes. Uh, that was totally my fault. I know. But you know, and, and I like what you said too. Like, okay, it let's say it did happen. At least now you've got more photos to add to your portfolio. Exactly. You know? But if you have professional standard photos, like you said, once you get your lighting down, once you get your posing down, and we don't have to be perfect at it by any means, but right. yeah, it's it's such a an a great risk to take because it is. I mean, yeah. Look where
1: you are now. Yeah, and it balances out. I will say that, like for those people who didn't get a lot, you know, like just got like maybe one or two, you know, you'd have someone else right behind that that would would purchase a lot of them. And so it's mm-hmm. you know it's kind of about averages then. Yeah, so, yep. yeah.
0: Well, tell people what do you focus mostly on now as far as genre?
1: Yeah, I've got my headshot and personal branding side, so I do a, a lot of that. You know, at least, so I'd shoot twice a week at the studio. So at least one of those shoots is typically going to be, you know, branding um, shoots or headshot session. And then on the other side of that, I do a lot of individual sessions. So I have a lot of clients who are moms and they kind of see my page and, you know, what I speak about. And they want to come in and have that experience and kind of have that pick me up and feel like themselves again. So that's the other side that I do a lot of. I'm starting to do more family and that's exciting. I was a little bit afraid to shoot families before, <laughs> but um, I actually really, really do enjoy it. So I've been doing that more too. But I would say mostly headshot branding and those individual sessions where I get to work with that, you know, one woman. Those are super awesome for me.
0: All right. Awesome. And it, there's a couple things I want to talk about, but okay. one of the things I wanted to ask about is I saw on your website that you do like headshot marathon days kind of yes. thing. Will uh-huh. you talk a little bit about that and how it works? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can
1: definitely shoot as many as you can in a day. I'll tell you how I do it right now. So I have typically about six, five to six people that come in in a day. And I market this in advance. Right now at this place, at this point in time, it's, it's filling kind of on its own, at least halfway. It'll just fill on its own. People will just call. They'll see it. They'll hear about it. And then it just kind of fills itself. It kind of, it's, it's interesting in that way. When I first started, I would market it like on Facebook. I don't do that anymore. But I do it in advance so that I have about five to six people a day. And then the very first person of the day goes into hair and makeup. If I have a guy, then... I will also photograph that person while the lady is in hair and makeup, right? So I yep, can yep. kind of have two people going at a time. And then once she's done with hair and makeup, then I will then photograph her. I have someone who works with me at the studio now who can, you know, show them their images immediately when they're done. So say that oh, guy nice. was there, he's mm-hmm. going to get to view his images. And then it includes two. And if, if he wants to purchase more, he can. You can purchase them right there, right then and there. And go ahead and pay for them, and so we just have this kind of system. So you know, once I shoot her, she's going to go view her images, and it's just this thing. And I've kind of timed it pretty nice, so I'm not having a crazy, crazy day. I'm a mom of three babies, (laughs) so I have to leave by a certain time. I am not in the studio all day long, so I only take on so many clients, five to six, like I said. And um, it's been really successful for me. I I do really well those days. It's awesome. So, and
0: S- Stephanie, how many times, like, do you do this once a week, once a month?
1: Typically, I will do it once a month. Outside of that, though, I do have teams that will come in and I follow that same kind of formula when I have like businesses and they want to have their team come in I'll have that same formula that I follow right and so I do this more than once a month but like my specific you know Stephanie Williams portraits we're having a headshot day thing is usually once a month okay but gotcha they're fun it it doesn't take a lot of energy you Mm -hmm. know you're kind of you get your your certain poses that you love to do and then you just kind of you know rinse and repeat and just get everybody through, do the same ones, you know, it's just yeah. kind of get Efficiency. a system together. Be very, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's what I've learned is like how to be more efficient. So yeah, that's, so that's great. how that works.
0: Yeah. And then as far as pricing goes, so you said they get two photos. Mm-hmm. Do you charge a flat fee for that?
1: I charge four ninety, and then that's going to include uh, hair and makeup and then the two, yep, two digital images. And then if they want more, they can purchase more images from there.
0: Okay. And is it just a, a set amount per image after that?
1: Mm-hmm. So I do uh, one ninety for one, or they can do a buy three, get the fourth one free. Oh, yeah. So I like that. Yeah. So I just say every fourth one's a freebie. Yep, people
0: love freebies. So get a, you know,
1: get mm-hmm. as many as you want and and they love it. And I mean the the buy three get a fourth and three that that typically is what people will end up going with.
0: And then, do you mind sharing what you pay your hair and makeup artist? Oh, I don't mind.
1: So my hair and makeup artist actually comes from Charleston, which is about an hour and a half from me. Okay. So I probably pay her more than what most people pay their hair and makeup artist. So I pay her two hundred dollars, and then if she stays for the shoot, I pay her fifty an hour. Okay. After cool. that. Yep. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's so different everywhere. You know, if you're Mm -hmm. in New York City, it's going to be a little bit different than maybe if you're in Fargo, you know, or like a smaller, a smaller town. But yeah. Now I stopped doing high school senior sessions unless they come to my house.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. And
0: my, cause I have, I just, I planted a wildflower field and then I have the cutest little downtown that's like 10 minutes from my house. And so we do a little bit of outdoor, a little bit, you know, and then I have a backdrop. In my studio you know if they want mm-hmm. studio anyway mm-hmm. my makeup artist comes exactly she, she drives further than she okay. would to go to my ann arbor studio to get yeah. out to chelsea so i pay her the extra as well i normally i'd pay her the 175 and i pay her 200 for coming okay out. okay yeah, yeah. okay so, that cool. drive time is important you know it's it like,
1: is yeah so anyway, you gotta factor that in gra- gas has been crazy so you know yeah you gotta factor that in and, and it is worth it if you find somebody that's really really good you know Mm-hmm. you gotta pay them that so and
0: especially if like for your person if if she's coming and doing multiple shoots in a
1: day mm-hmm. that's I mean that's a nice day for her yes it is have, yeah so. and I, I do try to um, ideally have like two people when she comes so you know if it's like a family shoot and it's just mom you know that's one thing but like if it's like a solo person like, I'll try to do like two individual sessions in a okay. day so that she'll have a couple people you know
0: yeah, kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. that's awesome. Now, for the Headshot Marathons, do they just wear one outfit or do you allow them to change?
1: I allow them to do um, up to three outfit changes. Oh, great. So typically people will, will do all three, which is nice because it gives them more, to, more variety. They have more to choose from. You know, you can kind of sell them all three outfits, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Um, you know, sometimes with guys, they're like, oh, I just brought a couple things, you know, and then they're good with just doing a couple and I still charge the same. But yeah, usually like three different looks. Yeah, that's great. For that, yeah. I,
0: like with, with headshots, you know, it's so much about efficiency. And yes. And sometimes all you have to do is change that outfit or change that background. And they just, they can't resist. They have to have some in each outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like such a good way to sell more images yes and it's good for them too it's good for them to have a variety and not just have the same photo over and over and over for
1: years <laughs> right and i encourage people i'm like bring in lots of outfits <laughs> we'll help you pick out what yep. looks best you know um so i encourage them to bring more but then they only you know do about three looks for that do people ever come back
0: in then for for a full shoot or do is it mm-hmm. kind of separate
1: they definitely come in for a full shoot because headshots are a need. So a lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, I hate the, the headshot that my company is making me use. Uh-huh. Or um, say it's somebody who needs branding images, but they're like, I just really right now, I just need to like get started. I need to have a really great LinkedIn profile. I need to have, you know, something to put on Instagram to introduce myself. Financially, I'm not there yet to do the brand. So like, they come in for that first little need and then they do come back later. They may say, "Oh my gosh, I have to have my family come in here cuz they'll come in the studio and they'll get to see some of, you know, the albums or folio boxes in here and they'll get to see those images." And so they're like, "Oh, I got to have my family come experience this. I want to do mother-daughter or, you know, they they may need full branding later down the line. Okay, business is doing good. Let's do that. I'm ready for that branding shoot." And so they'll come in. They'll they'll come in and actually most recently, so if they don't come in for like that full session, they may have their family come, come in. Like women will have their husbands come in for headshots, you know, stuff like that. So you, yeah. you do get those repeat clients through that too.
0: Yeah, that's so great. Now, I'm, I'm curious, what made you decide to start incorporating family pho- um,
1: photographs now? Um, I think I just wanted to stop being afraid of it. You know, I... I I love kids. I think I'm good with kids. I have a, I have a few <laughs> so I was <think> like <laughs> I'm pretty good with kids and I was like let me just let me just try and I was like if I if I hate it I'm not going to do it but I really wanted to experience that and then I also wanted to start selling more wall art and I know that you know it's easier I think to sell wall art to families maybe than it is to do individual. I know there's people who are mm-hmm. rocking Agreed. it with yeah. just selling individual portraits. So it's, it, you, it can be done in any genre, don't get me wrong. But I, I thought that that would be a cool thing to you know create wall art for people in their homes. Um, and so I was like, man, I really want to kind of add that to my business this year and give them that option. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely agree. I feel like it's, and maybe that's just a mindset thing for me that it's easier way easier to sell wall art to mm-hmm. to family yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay I, I want to talk a little bit about the y- you had mentioned you had this $28,000 month back yeah. in 2021 yes do you remember what you shot and how it all went
1: oh gosh uh let's see It was a little mix of everything. I remember one of the bigger sales that particular month, it was like a $6,000 wall art sale. And that was, yeah, it was um, a mom and her little girl. So that was one of the first like, you know, wall art sales that I had for family. And so um, I was like, huh, there's something here. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really fun and it was so special. And I got, I just really got into it because I'm a mom too. And so I just resonated with, you know, the whole moment of it all. So yeah, it was like a $6,000 wall art sale that month. I did have a headshot mini that month, branding. It was really kind of like a mix of it all. And um, it just led to some higher sales. That particular month, I worked about a uh, not eleven, maybe like nine days mm-hmm. out of that month. So nothing super super crazy, but I just had some really high sales that month. You That's know, awesome, yeah, so great.
0: And then you know, on average now, do you you know, are you having pretty decent sales and pretty decent months consistently,
1: or was that like a one off? No, no, no. Um, that was still is my highest month. I will say that I average now maybe between like fifteen and twenty thousand dollar months. It's incredible. So that's monthly, like definitely five figure months every month. I have not gone below that. So
0: so awesome. Yeah, so awesome. Does life feel different than when you were in HR?
1: Incredibly different <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> uh, in mm-hmm. so many ways. You know. In some ways, it's easier. In some ways, it's harder. You know, I had a job that I was just kind of like showing up to and they would, you know, I kind of knew what to do. They would tell me what to do. I could clock out and I was done for the day, yes, you know, yes. as an entrepreneur, it's a little bit different, but there's so much freedom that you get as a business owner. That is so cool. I remember being in HR and um, my husband had just re-enlisted. He had a reenlistment like ceremony and, you know, I remember like telling my boss I wanted to go to that and we had lots of coverage. So I knew it wouldn't, you know, hurt our business in any way. And I remember her telling me like, is he getting a medal or something? Like, no, you can't go. <gasps> <laughs> and so it was, oh. like, And so things like that where it's like, uh-huh. if I want to go do something, I can do it. If I want to be there for, you know. My son going to kindergarten this year. I can uh-huh. spend however you know however much time I want to. You have that freedom, and it's so beautiful to have that. Um, it takes a lot of discipline when you do have that, but I love it. I love it. So
0: everything you said is just so so true. It just resonates so much. Like th- that freedom is so like yes, the money's great, right? But the freedom is absolutely priceless.
1: Oh my gosh! Everything it really about it. I get to do
0: what I want, when I want it, want to do it. I don't have to miss. I get to volunteer in my kid's class. You know, my my oldest started kindergarten last year. He'll be in first grade this year. I could go in once a week. His teacher was like, oh, man, I'm so happy you get to come. You know, thank you so much. And if I was still a school social worker, not a chance in hell. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like, I just booked us a trip to Jamaica. And I don't know, everyone must have be deciding they're going to travel all of a sudden (laughs) again because... Mm Everything was booked from, like, December until, like, end of May. And I was just trying to wow. find my kids. My my son requested. He wanted to do a hotel that had a water park. Oh, and cool. And, you know, I'm looking at... Anyway, everything was booked solid. And I was like, what in the world? Well, I finally found this resort in Jamaica that I was so excited about. And they had one seven-night period that was mm-hmm. it. And it was wow. in, Janu- in January. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well... There's no school. It's not during school break, but I'm like, oh, my kids are young enough. Screw it. We'll just. I'm just going to book it. But if I was still a school social worker, no way. You couldn't have. No. And then you'd be paying double to go during your kids, you know, during the school breaks. Mm -hmm. Because that's when it's the most expensive. So I booked it for January, and I'm like, sweet, done and done, you know, because I can do what I want when I want to do it. It's like, I don't know. And it's not just about vacation. I don't mean to sound like… Oh, you get to put go on vacation and da da da! It really is the day to day life situation. Like like you said, you're a mom of three, or even for people who don't have kids, it's not even. It's just the ability to design your life, yes. however you want it. Like even to not have to drive through rush hour traffic twice a day. Like there are just mm-hmm. so many amazing things that come along with being an entrepreneur, but you said something very important, which it does take discipline because we, yes. d- we don't ever just shut
1: off. <laughs> Thank you. And that's, that's where I'm at right now is finding really that true cutoff point. Um, and so I don't think my husband will mind me sharing this, but I remember that $28,000 month, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time I had not put in maybe that cutoff point. And I remember having to work evenings and it was really like, we It was great, but we had to, to set some like boundaries around yeah. that. And so now, you know, I've designed, like you said, you design your life. So I've designed it where I, you know, don't check emails and don't do social media stuff. Like after a certain time uh, every day, like I try to really like stop things by five. Yeah. And so I have my evenings with my family because, but that's hard though, because you're still creative. You know, you're still know, like, oh, it'd be so cool to do this or that. Or, you know, you may feel like, oh, I need to like respond to that email. So that mm-hmm. part does take that discipline because you, you are always on, you know, so, oh, so that's true. hard. That's hard.
0: It is hard. And without the boundaries though, it's even harder. Cause it's like, I know in my mind, I, like, I don't work weekends. I just, I don't. Me neither. Mm-mm. And I know in my mind, I'm going to get to it on Monday. Mm -hmm. like so it makes me feel better that you know and I set that expectation and I know that come Monday I'm gonna get it done as opposed to like when am I gonna do this ah you know it's like if I don't do it now when will I but having those boundaries like my my cousin texted me and I'm I, you know, I always do like the senior photos of my family or whatever. And mm-hmm. his son's a senior this year. And he's like, hey, can we do September like a Sunday? And I was like, no, I don't work Sundays. <laughs> and he's not like, even
1: for family.
0: Oh, well, you know, Xavier has his football schedule and this and that. And I'm like, well, my kids are starting wrestling and they're going to have weekend tournaments. Like, no, yep. Kyle, I don't work weekends. I know, yeah. I know you're not paying me, but no. And he was like, all right, I totally understand. I shouldn't have, you know, like I... And um, I respect that family time. You're absolutely right. Let's mm-hmm. find a Tuesday. And I was like, mm-hmm. done and done. And we found a Tuesday and we're making it work. You know, even yep. for like my cousin, I'm like, no, that's still work for me. <laughs>
1: yes. I'm not giving up my weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not. especially
0: my kids are going to be back in school. Like, that's our right. only family time. Like, nope. Yep. So, but you know, everyone, everyone looks like wedding photographers often, they have to work on the weekends so they don't work weekday evenings so they can be home with their families then. Like everyone has their own balance and boundaries and it just is what works for you.
1: Yes. And that's the beauty of it. Like you said, when you you get to set your own schedule, you design your life and you make it work with your family and your your situation. So yeah, Mm -hmm. at this point, I don't know if I'm... I'm hireable because yes. I'm spoiled. <laughs> I am okay? certainly not hireable.
0: <laughs> I can't even imagine. That's so funny. All right. Tell us a little bit about your
1: studio. Yeah. Okay. So I have been in this space for four years now. Okay. The first year I was not making a lot of money because I was also a stay-at-home mom. So I was working like very, very, very part-time. And I remember hearing about this space and the rent was very high. And I was like, there's no way I can pay that. But I remember asking the owner of the building, I was like, could I I please just get a tour? And I went in there and it was perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. Lots of window light. It's it's stunning. And um, she told me the price. And then she came back to me. And this is what I was saying when things would work out like little by little. She said, I'm going to let you shoot here for free if you will just kind of, you know, check periodically at my, you know, she has an Airbnb, it's a live workspace. So above it, there's an Airbnb space. It's really Mm -hmm. nice. And she's like, if you'll just kind of, you know, before, you know, uh, a new tenant comes, not tenant, but like a a person that would come to stay, right? Before they would come, will you just, yes, there's the word. Before they come, will you just check for me? So I would do that for her. And for a whole year I did that and I didn't pay anything for this same space. Okay. Stephanie. Yes. And she goes, now I will say this. It was technically for rent. No one wanted to rent this studio for that whole year. And then, about the end of that year, I was actually doing pretty well at the time not paying rent. So it was really nice. My husband was like, I think it's probably time we just like, let, let's let let her know we want it. We want it. And so um, it was crazy. When I told her, she, the second I told her, she, so she goes, Ugh, somebody actually has put in for the space. Uh, oh. They submitted it to our whole, It's where I shoot, it's, um, it's called Lake Carolina. So it's like a homeowners association. There's a full thing that you have to go through. You have to get approvals oh. to even be there. She goes, somebody's already passed that whole, you know, approval process, all that. They're, I mean, they just have to say the final yes and it's theirs. And I said, you know what, I'm going to try anyway. And so I, I put my whole business plan together and whatever, I was ready to go if they said no. They ended up saying no and oh I got gosh. the space. She goes, I guess wow. it was meant to be. So I was so happy. And then I just, you know, from there just designed how I wanted it. So it's really bright and all of that good stuff light gray floors. It's a, it's a really pretty space. So it's, it's mine. I, I designed it into what I wanted it to be. And um, it's what my clients would call, you know, a really safe space to get to come here and just be themselves. And it's my little getaway. Like I said, I'm a mom. So this is really yes. nice to have. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I've been here now uh, with it being officially mine for three years and it's a beautiful it's tucked in a tucked away in a really beautiful area and it's just great so
0: Oh so yeah. cool that's so awesome how things work out like that
1: yeah it's been amazing Love it. so
0: amazing journey. does your does your rent go up every year or has it stayed the same
1: it went up Honestly, during COVID, and I was like, "Oh, that's oh. cruel." <laughs> I was like, You're really? like, "Oh, dagger in the heart." Oh, like, not horribly bad, but it did go up a little bit during COVID. So, no, it has not gone up every year. Thank God. Yeah. But um, what it do you did pay for? Up. It? Um. So right now I am paying. It's pretty good, like seven hundred. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great price.
1: I had a sweet deal. So this is not what we originally had talked about it being, but that's what it is now. So it's Yeah. Been
0: great, so. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. Okay. I just want to talk about marketing a little bit more because I know you said, uh, you know, everything kind of happened organically. Do you still have yeah. to network or do referrals just kind of keep coming in?
1: So I was doing like BNI, um, I did a lot of, of, of networking. I was part of a couple of networking groups, another networking group similar to like a BNI. I do not have to do that kind of stuff now. Um, it, right now, that would be like kind of taking away from mm-hmm. what I'm doing, if that makes sense. I think it is wonderful and it absolutely works, you know, but for me and my schedule, it's just, it was, it was not working anymore for me. And thankfully, I get a lot of referrals and, um, I think once you get going on Instagram and people start to see, you know, oh my gosh, you you just shot my friend, you know, cuz I'm tagging them and they're sharing it in their stories and mm-hmm. things like that. Like that has been a huge, you know, marketing tool for me or just Facebook. It seems really simple, but it it really is is helpful with getting your name out there. People who don't know about you then get to see their friend look Phenomenal. And they're like, okay, who did that? (laughs) Yes. You know, so um, Facebook, even I'll tag them and they can share it. So I'm not doing as much heavy marketing as I was before. Um, I have done, uh, there's like a a Christmas, I guess, show. It would be considered maybe like a trade show. Right. So we have that here. And I, I definitely got business from that. But no, I don't have to do so much of that now. Just kind of snowballs at yes. a certain point, I think.
0: I swear, our career—like, I mean, my husband wasn't deployed or anything like that. But just like yeah. the strategies that you used for your career is so similar to how my career path went. It's so crazy. I'm always yeah. like, yes, that's what I did too. Oh, wait, <laughs> totally snowballed. I don't have to do that anymore. It's like, I mean, I, I hopefully it's encouraging for people to hear that that you don't have to do. Like, yes, you have to pay attention to marketing and you do have to do some things, but it's not as intense as it was for those first like two or three
1: years. No, no. You really have to do that in the beginning. I don't think I would be where I am now had I not done that. I will say that. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's pretty awesome how it all works out. You know? For sure. Yeah.
1: Very cool. I love that our stories are similar. That's pretty cool.
0: I know, I know. And and I remembered feeling and I don't know if you felt like this, but it was scary at first. Like I remember doing my first like sixty second pitch in front of a room of women who are just staring at me and I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Like Mm -hmm. this is my heart pounding, (laughs) like, oh my gosh, you know. I remember those days so clearly. Yes. And I kinda can look back at it on it now and it just I I think it's important for us to look back and remember those times, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just like if for for people out there listening, if you are in that position where it still feels daunting and scary and whatever, you just have to do it.
1: Just do it. (laughs) It's worth it. It's worth it. It's so scary and uncomfortable, but just do it. You're going to reap the harvest from all that uncomfortable (laughs) uncomfortableness. Yes,
0: totally. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I'm just so happy for you. It's so great. Where do you see yourself going? Like, what's your. In a couple years, what's your, like,
1: vision? Yeah. Um, so, well, this this may be very similar to what you're doing, but um, I would love to have a second studio in Charlotte. So my in-laws are all in Charlotte. I'm from Ohio. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's cold there. I don't know how you I do know. the cold, <sighs> Nikki. God. I'd go on vacation It's too cold. i go on vacation a lot. <laughs> it's Because, <a little> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Ohio and Michigan aren't far from each other, so you know it's cold up there, but... My in-laws are all in Charlotte, and I just love that city. It's just great. I love when we go there, and we visit, it just feels like, oh, I just want to be here one day. So I would love to have a studio, studio there, and that's actually not too far from where I am now. It's about an hour and a half. And so I would love to have two studios, like have this kind of running here and then have another one there and just like yeah. live life. My husband has about four years left in his military career then he'll he'll be retiring at like 38 (laughs) so he gets to retire young which is cool and so yeah that's that's the dream is to you know get there and I know that there's like a lot of stuff I I probably need to get in place to make that happen so that's what I'm going to be working on these next four years so yeah that's that's the dream I don't know do you have any like tips for for two studio thing I know you're doing it like now,
0: well, I don't do it anymore. Oh, you don't? Uh, okay. No, I got rid of my Seattle studio. Oh, I didn't know that. I okay. did, yes. But I did that back and forth in two states for close to seven years. Wow. Now I will say an hour and a half drive sounds like an absolute dream. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then flying a- across the country. Yeah. Now yeah. and I've and I've said this to people when they ask me this before is you've already done it. You know what mm-hmm. to do. It's just repeating the same recipe. Okay. And and because because it is, you know, it's not really that much further, I feel like it's gonna be so easy. Cause I'm sure your clients that you have where you are now, everyone I'm sure knows people in Charlotte. Yeah. So if you like your local clients, if you said, Okay, I have three gift vouchers for each of you to give out to, to three people you know in Charlotte who you think might need photos, like give them a specific number. Here's three gift vouchers. Will you give these out to three people? Yeah. Give them like a tangible thing that they can do, even if it's just like an email voucher or just something, you know, a digital voucher or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't have to go as in-depth with your marketing as you did at the beginning in your current town versus, yeah. versus in Charlotte. Oh, I think you could totally nail it. And when you're there, if you you know, once you get a studio, obviously, you won't be there all the time, you could rent it out to other people to other, you know, it could be lucrative in different in different ways, for sure.
1: I love that.
0: So yeah, that's exciting. I mean, there were times when it was hard, but more so because I had, you know, I was two kids, and I was flying back and Mm -hmm. forth. And that part was tricky. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't mind being in the car for an hour and a half. Like listening to a podcast or a book right. or good music or whatever, you know. And the re- the reason I got rid of it is I just was tired of going back and forth. I just didn't want to be in. Se- I didn't want to go back to Seattle. I have no mm-hmm. reason to go back there anymore. And and yeah. business was good enough here in Michigan. I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. But but right. I did have an associate shooter there too for a while, and then she left Seattle, and I was like, all right. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Because that that, and sense. that's an idea too. Like you could have an associate shooter that shoots for you while you're not there. You know, like the
1: the
0: it, the possibilities really are endless.
1: I love that idea. Yeah. I absolutely love that idea. So.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing all of this. This has been so great. Yeah. Very inspiring. Oh, God. Yeah. I do have a couple other questions, though, that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you cannot live without when you're doing a photo shoot?
1: Ooh. Something I can't live without. Music. I have to have music (laughs) for a shoot. And specifically, so I will put on my client's like favorite music. Like I'll ask them, I'm like, like, what do you love or who do you love? And if they're like, oh my gosh, I listen to everything. I'll be like, okay, if you were to go to a concert, if you could go to any concert, who would you go see? And then they'll tell me like really who they love and we'll put that on. And it helps them and it helps me too. Like my shoots are super fun. Like it's a whole mood. So yeah, yeah I don't think I could do it without music.
0: A lot of people say music really mm-hmm.
1: yeah oh, i feel like that was not a good answer but no but yeah, that's- no
0: it's an it just shows you how <laughs> important it is it's like you know it is it's important definitely sets the tone yeah
1: that and lip gloss because i talk constantly so, like, could leave <laughs>
0: the lip gloss. yeah my chapstick <laughs> <laughs> all right number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working
1: okay, well, you know, as a mom, we spend lots of time with those babies. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely spend a lot of family time. Um, I get to do like a Zumba, like a dance fit class. Oh, fun. (laughs) So I love that. I like to read. I like to listen to podcasts. Um, You know, just hang out with friends and family, you know, on the weekends and stuff when I get to have that free time. Um, So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Very cool. All right. Number three is what is your favorite inspirational quote?
1: I don't know if this is my favorite favorite, but this is one that I think about as an entrepreneur that has really kind of helped me with staying focused. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, but there's a quote by Tony Robbins where he says, um, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. Ooh, and so yeah. I think about that through my day to day and being very intentional and disciplined in how I go about things so that I don't have to have those regrets later. Like, Oh, I should have done this. or should have, you know, so I like yep, that quote.
0: I love that too. Awesome. Yeah. And number four is what would you tell people who
1: are just starting out? Uh we've all, we've done the whole thing. So it's like, man, there's so <laughs> no. much to say, um, but I would probably say like a couple things. The The first thing is don't reinvent the wheel. Um, this system, Sue's system absolutely works. It just does. If you follow it, if she says, focus on this before you start this next area, then do that. Don't try to jump the gun and just follow the system. And then other than that, just, I would say, you know, as you're building your portfolio, don't be afraid to make some money in the process. I definitely was making money while I was building my portfolio. It shocked me when, you know, someone actually wanted to to pay for my images <laughs> that early on but be ready to take payment you know get paid and that builds your confidence as you go along when you're starting to get paid for these sessions because mm-hmm. they will start paying you and it's exciting um but just keep going uh there are days where it's going to be very discouraging I will say that you have those days and that's normal um that's just the life of an entrepreneur. Um, but this is a very exciting career. We have the best job in the world. We get to empower these men and women and make them feel like a million bucks. And it's just, it's just amazing. So keep going. It's worth it. And it all pays off. It all pays off. Just keep going. Love it. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect advice.
0: All right. And where can people find you online if they're looking for you?
1: Okay, so on Instagram it is at Stephanie Williams Portraits. On Facebook, Stephanie Williams Portraits. I also have a TikTok. Oh, TikTok! I have a TikTok where I post behind the scenes. And Nikki, I actually got a branding, uh, not a branding shoot, a generation shoot from that. Oh, really nice. great sale from like posting on TikTok. So yeah, awesome. It's my my TikTok, sorry, is uh, SW Portraits. I didn't say the name.
0: Fantastic. That's awesome. I'm still not in the TikTok world.
1: Just not there yet. Listen, I was just posting my behind the scenes. Like I was using that to put up, you know, for like Instagram. And then this lady contacted me and she's like, oh my gosh, I had to like research you. I couldn't find you. I didn't have any mm, contact information from see? TikTok, but I want to do this shoot with you. And trust me, like right after that, I definitely put the website, you know, on TikTok and all that good stuff. But yeah, that's yeah awesome. I'm, I'm, kind of into it a little bit I want to keep expanding that because I was like okay there's something here then so yeah
0: yeah that's great very cool well thank you again I really appreciate you taking the time away to do this and yeah hopefully I'll see you soon are you going to the conference
1: possibly I haven't bought my ticket yet Nikki because my husband is like we have a lot going on that month but I want to go I'm I'm, I'm gonna see if we can I hope we can I hope I can make it happen maybe I can like Bring the family or
0: something yeah <laughs> like, I did that uh did you? two years you, in a row I sure oh, did wow. I was still nursing Dre during the second was it this yeah the second portrait masters
1: that's awesome
0: he was like four months old and so I would like nurse and pump and all between yeah. and everything and yeah
1: okay because my daughter is about nine months now
0: okay yeah so yeah yeah it's, it's a beautiful resort lots of pools and you know if you're if husband likes to just hang out the pool or whatever I mean it's gonna be hot that's okay but that's okay yeah I'm gonna talk to him I'm gonna talk to him I hope I do too it's gonna be amazing it's always so much fun and we actually hired a local sitter for the evenings like we put the kids to bed and then my husband could come like to the parties and stuff I have a trusted friend who lives there and used her babysitter oh. so that for the evenings, like we would put the kids to bed. They were still so little so okay. they went to bed early, you know, and then Dan could come with me to like the evening events and then the sitter would just be yeah. in the hotel room yeah. with the kids making sure they were safe and, you know, sleeping or whatever. Oh, fun. And that worked out really, really well because, you know, yeah. Dan wanted to be able to hang out too and see people and have some fun. And so that's an option too.
1: Right. I'm going to try that because my husband loves that kind of stuff. So we might be able oh, to make sure. it work. We actually have some friends you know, from Korea. Military people are everywhere. It's so crazy. You just reconnect yeah. all over the place, but they actually yep. live there. Yep. Um, so maybe they would know some people, like know a sitter. Totally worth it. It was a lot of fun. And if your
0: husband likes parties and just like the social aspect Ooh, of it, I it's love that idea. So much fun. We always do a silent disco and just oh, yeah. every night there's something exciting. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went to the very first one. So I want to come back. I want to really, really want to come back.
0: All right, my dear. Hopefully I will see you then. If not, I will see you online soon. And thank you again. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.